Hello everyone and welcome to episode 98 of Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about all the highlights from Sony's latest presentation and Microsoft just casually deciding to buy Bethesda and Zenimax. Big fucking week for news this week, lots to discuss. We also have all the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. And remember, if you're listening now, don't forget to share the podcast around, tell a friend about it, leave a rating as it really does help us grow. You can also sub to our YouTube channel and review us on your podcast platform of choice. My name is Deft Puppies. Joined with me, the man on the ground, the guy that's out there, Crazy Gamer. How are you? <laughs> hey, man. Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I don't know about man on the ground. I'm still out there, though. Out, he's out there. We'll go with that. We I'm, can take I'm that. still out there. <laughs> The, yeah, still, still away from uh from my home base um and all my equipment and stuff. But uh, we're making it work. We're 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 getting there. Yeah, I think we've put a solid effort in so far. It's been good. So far, so good. Yeah. What's been happening, man? Not, I mean, not a lot, but a lot at the same time. You know, so mm. yeah, it's 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 been an interesting week. So I um I tried to play uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator this week because you know. With with um air squadrons around the corner, I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna impulse buy myself a joystick, which I've done. So I've got um <laughs> Logitech joystick. And I thought, fuck it, I may as well justify my purchase now by playing some flight sim, checking out, getting a feel for the controls. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. That would make sense if Microsoft Flight Sim actually fucking worked for me. Um so what? I, I installed the game, right? I installed the game. And it's like, oh, okay, there's like a, there's like you install it from Game Pass and then you download what or install the download or whatever it is. It has, it has like a double download thing going on. And so I did that and then I opened the game. The game's open up. So I'm like, all right, click any button to continue. I'm like, okay, cool. And then it comes up with, please insert disc to play Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. And I'm like, wait, it, it, wait, it fucking excuse me. <laughs> now, for those of mine, I know there is, a, there is a disc version coming, which is 10 discs large. But I, this was the digital fucking version. And apparently this was some bug at launch that still hasn't been fixed. So I tried deleting and reinstalling it and doing a few of the workarounds that are online. And it just, I got it to the point where it would get back to doing like a, a, a patch update, which was like 90 gig or something. Just, okay, whatever. But every time I did that download, it crashed my PC. So I'm just giving up on that for now. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, man, it was a ride. It was like it was like a what an experience! Day, a full day of just fucking around trying to get like just constantly like it just like blue you know like the blue screen you get on your computer when it comes up with like a little QR code and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was getting that like midway through the update, and then it just wouldn't install. I was like, well, fuck you then, <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh no, that's. Because I, I, right. I cleared off games of my hard drive because I needed the room. I'm like, right, I'll make room for it and I can reinstall them later. That's fine. So I did all this preparation for it and it was nothing. Nothing. Can't crash a plane. Damn, man. That's, that's uh, nine, a 90 gig patch, you say? Yeah, I have a feeling it was like re-downloading the game or something. Um, oh, Very akin to the way Call of Duty works or I was like, oh, you've got to install it, and then you've got to like, download it afterwards or some shit. It was. I can only imagine how long that would take me to download that full game. Oh, you'd be years, man. Like, 
by the time you get downloaded, the next game would be out, right? Holy Jesus. And is this a common bug or is it just a really rare one that happens to some people? It was, it, it's been in since launch. Um, I've seen it a few, uh, a few instances around, so it's definitely not super rare. Um, but I haven't also found any kind of workaround for it that's worked either. So, so I tried clearing all the bad. data. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I'm surprised that it hasn't been touched on more. Maybe, maybe it's, it is like the, because like, now that I'm searching for that particular bug, I'm seeing all the instances that happen, which isn't, which isn't many, but it's not the fact that it's happening at all isn't good. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that is weird. That's super odd. You bought a digital game and it's asking you for the disc. It's, like, yeah. So that was a known issue. And apparently they, they'd, the working on fixing it i'm not sure but yeah it more perplexes me that the download just kept crashing my fucking computer that's a are you downloading it on game pass yeah that's on game pass yeah oh man see i'm not the, the the pc side of game pass i've had nothing but issues man with their client and downloading uh programs yeah, this is pr- the first games. really sure i've had with it too so like with downloading anyway man that's yeah yeah, it's, it's not. They, a, they need to. They need to get on top of that ASAP. Yeah, well. sure. I, the PC side of things, obviously, the console side of things works really well. But yeah, the PC thing, especially now that it's coming out of beta, that yeah, really they need to be should be those kind of patches really fast. Yeah, really, really fast, especially when you're paying, you know, for what is it, fifteen bucks a month now for the PC side of one. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that oh, sucks, man. Yeah. It, it's a bit rough. Um, aside from that, I um, I tried out a little indie game by Quantum Astrophysics Guild. They've sent me another game called The Leveled, which is oh yeah, hell of an interesting puzzle game. So basically, you have control of two little squares, and you have to get them through this kind of puzzle to certain points to unlock more points to finish the puzzle so you've got like there'll be two points on the map and you have to get both of the squares to those points and that will unlock the net um or unlock that part and then you do that a few times per level thing is when you you can only move them both at the same time uh, okay then so so the, the, the two it's it's hard can't it's really simple but it's hard to explain um <laughs> it, coming from me <laughs> but so the, the, the two squares right. move in unison so the only the only controls you have are left and right mm-hmm. there's no up and down there's no jump and when the two squares come in contact with each other with the surface between them so they like they meet they will bounce off each other and that's how you've got to kind of traverse around these mazes to unlock the level. Okay, then. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I'm yeah. following you. Um, very simple. It's um, it's basic lines and, and, and glowy squares. So, like, aesthetically, it's, it's very simple. So it's not complicated in the way of how it looks, but the way that the systems work is really, really interesting had a lot of fun with it stressful as fuck though because you like you like just miss it and he's like fuck or you you don't get quite enough height with the bounce or you bounce it in the wrong spot or it brushes an edge and you're out of sync of where you need to be 
um, yeah, it can really mess you up. <laughs> mm, I think I'm following you. I think I'm. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it's an interesting little game though. Um, not not good for your brain. I mean, probably is, but it wasn't for mine. <laughs> uh, what else? I jumped back into Sea of Thieves last night. Um, for a bit, which sea was really, really cool. Yeah, man. Um, someone's been. A uh, friend of mine was asking me to play. I'm like, fuck it, why not? We'll jump in for a night and have a go. And it's um, they've changed a lot, dude. Like, there's a lot of like quality of life stuff there now, and like extra things you can do. Like, there's more reasons to kind of like get get out and about. There's like more enemies. Um, we encountered what seems to be some kind of world boss, where this giant ass fucking pirate that has lava powers seethed through the earth and sent waves of waves of skeletons at us while attacking us. And it took us a solid hour to get him down with two of us. I mean, we had to fight off another ship in the process, but it was really really cool, <laughs> man. Like we were just like on a on a on a quest because now the quests they give you a compass and most of the quests give you a compass and you follow that to like one island and you dig up a treasure there and then you go to what you follow and then the, the compass resets and takes you somewhere else so you're just kind of constantly following this compass and mm. yeah we rocked up to, to to get this chest and this big ass motherfucker just comes out of the ground without warning like the music changes big dude comes out of the ground he's like body slamming us and throwing fireballs at us and shit and it was fucking wild man it was really cool <laughs> Oh, that sounds a bit interesting. Is that part of their new DLC that they just released? I'm not like... sure if it's the, the the newest, but I think it's one of. The, I think the last time I played, it wasn't part of it, so it's probably happened in the last six months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So it's it's a fairly new feature, but it was it was just really cool and totally caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting to have to spend like. 40 minutes fighting this one guy. Like, we ended up like sinking like something like 40 or 50 cannonballs into him before we ran out and had to like just plink it in with swords and pistols. <laughs> and because there's no health bar either. So you just like, you're gonna go constantly down and then just chipping yeah, away. Yeah, just constantly chipping away and second guessing, like, is, is this guy actually gonna die? Is the mechanics to this? And yeah, then eventually we, we got him. It was really cool, though. I had a lot of fun with it. It was stressful, especially when you had other people killing you, stabbing you in the back. But, I mean, that's the nature of the way Sea of Thieves works. There's always some asshole that sees a ship parked and decides to sink it and kill everyone that was on the island, helplessly defending themselves against a giant-ass fucking skeleton. I'm not ranting, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Genera, see, when I played, that that was me. I was I was that guy. Oh, I, I do it. I have days where I'm like that as well, though. Like, I'll just go, fuck it, we're going to be a dick today. Just go ruin people. But I was upset because I was like, oh, this is an interesting PvE experience. And then I was just totally getting <laughs> fucked in the ass. I was like, this is not cool, guys. It's good that they're, they're continuing on with that. They're really like, they're still supporting that game. Yeah. Um, it's good. No, it's good. Like, it's like, there's definitely, I've, I definitely noticed like more like treasure drops and stuff last night too. Like, when I was killing skeletons, they were dropping like goblets and stuff like that, like small trinket things you could sell. So there was incentive for killing generic enemies, which was really, really cool. Um, yeah. And they had a few different variants on skeletons coming through as well. I think that's with the, they had like fire skeletons and shit. And there's all different kinds of like, um, there's another um, different kind of like skeleton ship crew, which are like all fire based as well. 
so they can like set your shit on fire and there's like grenades now which like there's like a bull shot grenade which is like a scatter shot and then like a, a molotov cocktail as well so you can just fucking burn people's ships which is great I wanna. Uh, do 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 you think they're gonna do a second one, or they're just gonna continue on adding to this? I one? think they'll just keep adding, man. I mean, it, it might get to a point where they need to like get rid of some old stuff to make room for the new stuff. Because I mean, there's only so big a game can get. Looking at you, Call of Duty, um, <laughs> squarely <laughs> at you, squarely at you, right in the fucking eyes. Um, That's right. But. Yeah, no, I think they'll just keep adding, man. Just improve it like, as they have. I mean, they've been constantly, like, I think they're doing updates like every two months, three months at the moment. Um, and that slowed down from every month um, before they started working on Everwild. So it's good to see, man. I, I really love the fact that they've put, like, they've gone, all right, we're, we're going to put the effort in and, and really add what the community wants and listen to feedback and it's it's been really good man because they've got the uh, pvp mode de- dedicated pvp mode now as well which they've been adding to and improving as well which is good to see so there's a bit, a bit of everything there for everyone sea of thieves there you yeah. go not bad what about you man you um oh, cool you played any games this week i've actually been going back and playing some older games because uh if you didn't know, I'm down down visiting some family and whatnot, and they got a they got a PlayStation and an Xbox here, and I was like, oh, I'll just jump on, log into my account, and see what I haven't played in a while or whatnot. And God of War was like there, and I was like, um, hmm, <laughs> I could actually really go back and play this game because I haven't played it in friggin' you know since release, pretty much. So yeah, I went back through that and a bit of Spider Man, the original Spider Man as well. Um, just been having a blast with those two, man. It's been good. Just kicking back on the couch, like just big screen TV and surround sound, and yeah, that's the way Spider Man is meant to be played. Hey, oh, and God of War too. Oh yeah, true. Just, it's just yeah, man. Um, Spider Man's lost a bit of its shine, more or less, because I don't know. I'm, it's just it's open world, and you already know what's happening. I mean, it's still an incredible story, and yeah, you know, all the rest of it, but. Yeah, God of War, uh, especially with the announcement of uh, God of War Two that they're going to be doing, is just man. It that that game, the 2018 game, is just it's it's just so fucking damn close to perfect. It, it really is, is like really really good. The, I still haven't the gone the story, to everything, man. Yet, like I've only done the story. I haven't gone back and like beaten all the extra shit yet, which I've got to do one day. But um, maybe well, yeah. I don't, I don't have. Out. <laughs> I've got no intention of going back through the Valkyries again because I've got it on the hardest setting again. As just a fuck it, it is brutal, mm. brutal. Um, but to, just the way that that whole game is shot and done, and the way it sounds and played, it's just you. You can see why it's probably going to get the game of the generation. Like it's just. It's just so fucking good to play, and it feels so good, and it re- it's really good to watch. And the story is freaking just—it's just awesome, man. I love the story, and I love the direction they've taken it. And holy shit, I can't wait to to the second one. Uh, Ragnarok is just going to be fucking insane. But we'll get to that. Yeah, we will get to that uh, later. Shortly. So yeah, that's been me, man. I've just been um, going back, reminiscing some uh, older games from a year or two ago, and. 
yeah, casual, nice, casual, casual, casual couch gaming, casual couch right? gaming. Right? I'm not, I'm not sitting at my computer, and I don't have my good headphones on or any of that shit. But you yeah, a TV and a console, good. old school. I like it. <laughs> yeah, very old, school. <laughs> very much. Anyway, on to deals for this week. Um, Let's fly through the deals because we've got a shitload of deals. We are, man, so much, so much shit. Um, Well, not shit. It's all fucking fantastic. But anyway, uh, PlayStation Plus this week, um, PUBG, Street Fighter V, still there. Get them. They're reasonably good. PUBG is a good time if you're into that kind of thing. on the PSN deals this week, we have Mortal Kombat 11 for $53 and Spyro Reignited Trilogy also for $53. Over on Xbox this week, our Game Pass pick of the week is Tell Me Why by Don't Nod Entertainment. That's a newer release, just came to Xbox last week. Hearing very good things about the story there, which is great. Over with Games with Gold, we have The Division, Book of the Unwritten Tales 2, Armed and Dangerous, which is an OG Xbox title um, enhanced for Xbox One X or Xbox One, whichever one it is. Uh, Deals with Gold this week, we have Near Automata, Become as God's Edition for $28, and Devil May Cry 5 for $25. Over on the Switch this week, we have a, a launch deal for Hades, which is $20. Over on the Epic Store, we have Watch Dogs 2 and Roller Coaster Tycoon 3. That's it. That's that's deals. And they're all not bad. They're all right. Done. Done. Sign Easy. them off. Go, go suss them out. Go have a look. Now onto the, on, onto the fucking meat. Let's start, get into it. This is going to be... It. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so, first thing. PlayStation 5 had a like a reveal event last week. Um, Sony made all the announcements we were generally hoping they were making and more. So what we're going to do is cover off through each kind of announcement as they were kind of in order and discuss each one separately if we feel the need as per usual. So for starters, PlayStation 5 price has been announced. It will be available for 4 $199 for the version with the disk drive and the $399 for the digital version. The console will be available on November 12th in the US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, and New Zealand. It will be available everywhere else on November 19th. So, we weren't far off prices, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, well, those prices there are obviously all in US. Yes. Um, yeah, no, we um we pretty much nailed those prices. It's it is what it is. Like it, they, I think they were kind of really forced into making that decision by Xbox going first. Like they had to match it. Yeah, if they it had been gonna go over it at all. Yeah, the interesting thing about the the digital version in particular um is it still going to have the same amount of power as the disc version? So it's essentially you're just paying for digital only. But I don't think it did. It have a larger hard drive, or was it still the same size? I can't remember. No, everything about the PlayStation's PlayStation Five is the same. Doesn't matter where you go. The only difference is one can play physical media, the other can't. That's right. it. Okay. That is the only they, difference between they bumped them. it up or not, which is a shame. I would have liked to see a slightly larger hard drive. 
in absence of a disk drive, given that, you know, that space to store your games. That's okay. Yeah. 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 It would have, um, like, it would have been, that's, it, that's pretty stock standard, though, for, yeah. you know, they, too many SKUs make it too difficult to, um, uh, you know, to get around and to sell. And by putting a bigger hard drive in some of them, you obviously increase the price. And when you're launching these things, having a low price that you you know your lowest you can go is the selling point you know like wow like holy shit i can get all this and then and in a year's time you know they're going to come out with a another model or a version, uh, another yeah. skid yeah, that's going to be you know everything will still be the same hardware wise but you know or oh, this is the two terabyte ps5 you know or the two terabyte xbox series x like it is what it is that's what's going to happen yeah, speaking of um, speaking of selling, um, pre-orders flew off the shelf because we 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 we're we're covering this like a week after the fact, um. So yeah, it sold out what within the first thirty minutes. Yeah, I think it was um gone Australia wide within an hour. Total, it's that it, it it's and that's insane. Had, and it's like they had some serious they're, they're, issues though. Too. Oh, they're it's it's such a weird spot like their pre-orders like they didn't communicate their exact pre-order time which was like something they should have made a bit more clear they didn't say it actually in their conference they said it on their playstation blog which they do a lot like they do push a lot of the other technical stuff like you know all the information not a great deal of people are going to care about towards the blog they do that every time yeah, but all it said on their blog was, uh, "Pre-orders go live um, tomorrow. Check your local retailers," and that was it. They like nothing, and yeah, it wasn't then, exactly yeah, it wasn't clear. And then the retailers just decided, "Fuck it, you can just pre-order them now." And yeah, so shit. one <laughs> one jumped the gun, and then next minute it was like a big dominoes effect worldwide. Apart from a few, a few places didn't like. Uh, Japan, you still couldn't pre-order it. Like you had to wait until uh, Sony said so, you know, to their official time. But yeah, everywhere else, like Australia and New Zealand and America and you know, heaps of places in Europe, just all went early. So, yeah. did you end up? Did you end up getting one? I did. I ended up uh, pre-ordering nice. the digital edition. Digital edition, nice, nice. Lucky bastard. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I wasn't trying, but <laughs> um, good to see. No, I... quite a few people didn't, man. Like it was fucking. I mean, Xbox had the same the same problem this week. Um, when they did their pre-orders, they they sold out really fast, and a lot of it seems to be bots buying them up because there's a lot being like scalped on eBay and shit too. Yeah, that's see that that's the issue with the with Xbox announcing their exact time and date when they're going is. I seen someone tweet out today. They're like, "Yeah, I, I secured like three hundred copy, like three hundred consoles of the Series X and Series S. You go to this website um, if you want one. Obviously, you're going to be paying an extra price." And it's like, "Yeah, are you serious? Like, how many people missed out because people like you had your bots ready to go and just smashed every site?" It's yeah. It's, it's fucking I mean, bullshit, man. I mean, it's 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 what it is. They either see we're seeing both sides of the coin here with both consoles. It's either you don't tell people when it's gonna fucking happen and it's a shit so scramble, or you tell people when it's gonna happen and everything gets scalped. So 
Yeah. See, and way. it's it's you are you are fucked either way. But I mean, this it's it's a whole new next gen. Like you've got to prepare yourself to you know not be ready to get one of these consoles straight away, especially with you know the especially way everything is at the moment. Yeah. 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 We it's just going to be. Moment going to be hard to grab one so if you did get one if you got either console then you you're very lucky um mm, let us yeah, know shot, know, shot know. off float on yeah, us get it. yeah i know i know a shitload of people man that are you know hardcore gamers um and didn't get one and yeah. not that they didn't try they just physically couldn't uh i know playstation guys couldn't get one just because they missed the pre-order thing they didn't they didn't catch on with the everyone's you know let it go live um and i know hardcore xbox guys that were sitting there pressing f5 on their fucking keyboard you know waiting to get in like refresh go 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 and you know getting kicked and stuff like that out of their store sites crashing and i I saw um i saw like consoles being removed from people's shopping like from people's things after they bought it like they they pre-ordered it and said oh sorry actually we don't have any left we can't give it to you after they'd gone through the buying process yeah, it's it's, yeah, man, it's wild, man. It's, I mean, it's, it's also that, and everyone's at home, like not as many people are like at work or whatever, so it's not as spaced out. Everyone's like, bam, fucking let's go. Is also yeah the chaos of it all. It, but it's also good. Like it showed like how much interest there are. Like how everyone's craving this next gen. You know that both of these consoles sold out like insanely yeah. fast. Like. Everyone knows like PlayStation is targeting like 15 million consoles by March sold um, yeah. next year. Xbox haven't said how much they are wanting to produce or sell a lot, or what they're aiming for between uh, now and then. So, and you'd, you'd have to think Xbox are aiming for, you know, relatively the same market. I mean, that's, that's what they're competing against. Yeah. But if the pre-orders are a thing to go off, um, both these consoles are, going to do, do really well. very well. I would love I would... to see the numbers of Series S versus the Series X just to there see. Was, because um... they, there's a, quite a big price difference, so I'd love to yeah. see what that I know a lot of people that were secure. Oh, we're trying to get both. Um, but also an interesting number that came up was the amount of Xbox One Xs that sold. There was um, a slight increase in the sales of those as well. <laughs> I did see that. It was an increase of 700-something percent. Yeah, which is fucking wild, man. So many so many people out there fucking getting confused with, like, with Xbox's branding. I, if, if, gonna, I mean, they're still making sales, so they probably don't give a shit, but that's some upset you did, people yeah. got the wrong one. I mean, that's, that's got to be all the proof you need, that their fucking branding system and their naming system, um, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, it's not confusing, it's like... You, there's your proof there that you know that an, an uptick of seven hundred percent of sales in one day is um, yeah, it, yeah, it was it's a lot. It was always going to happen, but I didn't think it would happen that badly. It's going to well, be. A lot of I mean, people seem people. to grab the concept of iPhone generations and stuff like that, which is very similar to the way they're named. So, um, I mean, maybe that's the point to confuse people. They get more sales in their older consoles while they're still going. Yeah, um, I mean, they just get you into that Game Pass subscription. I have no idea, man. Oh, I we got num- we we got numbers on that too. They it said 15, 15, 15 wasn't it? Million. 15 million. 
15 yeah. million subscribers on Game Pass at the moment, which is a lot. Uh, that is a lot. Yeah. That's between Xbox and PC and now xCloud too. So that's everything combined. Everything combined, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's um yeah, no, it's doing very well. Um, should we get back to PlayStation before we wander off too far? Um next one off the rank was uh we got a small glimpse at the Harry Potter game that we've heard some about in the last couple of years. So Warner Brothers game showed off its story based in the world of Harry Potter set in the late eighteen hundreds. The game is promised as it's setting not just the halls of Hogwarts, but the broader magical world as well. Trolls, Hogwarts classes, and dragons all made appearances in the trailer for Hogwarts Legacy, the title has been called. And the voiceover narration promised an emphasis on the player choices to shape the school's legacy. Still don't know what kind of game it is, though. I'm it is a, like a third-person... It's a third-person RPG open world. Right. Cool, because they didn't exactly make that clear with the presentation. I was like, okay, cool. There's some cinematics, and that was that was yeah. It. And but the, and that's it the thing cool when you though. see these when you see these presentations, you gotta have to dig a little deeper. And like some of them uh, have like articles and shit like that attached to it, where yeah. they've allowed press to go in a little deeper and play the game and get a bit of a hands on, or like you know they get a closer look at it or an extended trailer and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it um, it's it appears to be set in like the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's prior to everything that happened in in the books. So this be, looks this looks cool, dude. It this look looks cool. really cool. Um, if it yeah yeah, they they've just got so there's so much, I don't know, so much they can do with that series. There's and it's never really kind of been done before, like. Not on that scale that they're attempting. There's always been the Harry Potter games and whatnot, but they've never been done. I don't know. I'd like to say like kind of a more serious tone to it. Yeah, like which kind of this looks a bit more. It looks a bit more serious anyway. Nothing's not, really it's not explored like outside of the books. Like, I mean, there's been a couple of movies which are, haven't done well, but outside of like the, the base books, it's always going to be like all the games have been kind of centered around that and the characters from that. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see what they can do with the freedom of the rest of the fucking universe because there's a lot there. Yeah, and, and as an RPG, I mean, if you can... If this is like, you know, sort of Skyrim but set in the Harry Potter world, I mean, that's going to that's gonna be pretty good. It should be good to play. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Would, I, I want to see... Obviously, want to see the gameplay, see how it plays and, you know what the customization is and where you can actually go and you yeah, know what what are the and stuff yeah yeah it doesn't have like a really good you know story to it um mixed with some really good side side quests and side content and things to do and yeah when's that next next year i think they said it's coming out isn't it next yeah year? next year yeah 20 and i, I dare say it'll be end of 2021 but yeah it should be next year probably around the holidays i'd say at a guess that'll de- that'll definitely be um quite a big game i think next year just yeah, on the name be, alone yeah they'll, they'll be pushing really that well. quite hard um, yeah it's finally out like that's one we've heard about for shit months now been, yeah months we've been talking about covering that for a bit yeah, yeah. they finally good. showed it so good next one 
Spider-Man Miles Morales. Sony showed off a Spider-Man Miles Morales gameplay in which a fight between the corporation Roxxon and the underground dispute disrupts a political rally hosted by protagonist Miles Morales' mother. In the clip, Miles fights members of the underground on a collapsing bridge, showing off one of some of his suit's special powers. The trailer dramatically swapped between what looked like cutscene and gameplay. The title will release alongside the PS5 on November 12th and 19th. According to a tweet from Insomniac, it will also be available on the PS4. Mm, so they've confirmed that it is definitely on PlayStation 4. Yeah, they have. They said it's not going to have the bells and whistles. It's kind of like a separate-esque version. Like it's not going to have all the bells and whistles and stuff that the PS5 version will have, but it'll be there for people that don't have the PlayStation 5, which is kind of handy considering people have not been able to get their hands on it. But um, So yeah, it'll be available as well on PlayStation on release, but it'll be a flagship like push towards PlayStation 5. And I think there is an upgrade you can get for the PS4 version as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You can get the PS4 upgrade to to the PS5. If you buy the PlayStation 4 version, you get the PS5 version for free. Like the whole upgrade thing. Yeah, the whole upgrade thing. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. It looks fucking awesome, though. Fucking amazing. Jesus Christ. Like the, oh, just like. I mean, it looks like just more like more of the Spider-Man stuff. Like the, the combat was the same. Like the, the powers, like the the abilities and stuff, looked really, really fucking cool. Um, like it looked beautiful, though, man. Like the amount of like fucking ray tracing and shit going on, it was amazing. The light bouncing around yep. and shit, it was really, really fucking cool. Yeah, no, Insomniac are exceptionally good at what they do, and they they were very deliberate in what they showed. That like that oh, the, the whole part of, of uh, Miles walking through that area, like, and it looks like Lower Harlem and stuff like that, um, with all the lights. And I love the um, <laughs> it. They never said it, but the the whole nod to the they had the big reflections in the water. I don't know if you remember when. Spider-Man released on PS4. There was whole the whole puddle gate thing. People were getting yep, pissed yep. off about the, and they made like damn sure to really show off the reflections in the water. Like, stick this up we your have ass. Puddles like, this time, guys. We promise. We finish. We fixed the puddle technology for this game. Uh, th- this game looks absolutely insane. Like, mm-hmm. if if this wasn't available on a PlayStation Four, if it was a this was a this is the reason to buy a PlayStation 5 if it was exclusive yeah, to PS5, sure. but it's not. Yeah, it's it not looks so size. good, man. The combat looks good. It looks smooth. The story, you know, is going to be good. Uh, everything about it just looks so beefed up. And Miles Morales it's... is a fucking fantastic... I mean, Peter Parker's great, but Miles Morales is a really fucking good character to follow too. He has some interesting stories. Um, oh, yeah. Really, really fucking cool. But um, yeah, it's, like it, you're right. If if this wasn't on PlayStation Four, this would be making me hanky. Like this would be like, all right, I need to get a PS Five sooner rather than later. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Like, hundred yeah. percent. It it just it looks way too good. And like, especially for me, like, because I've literally just gone through and I was playing Spider Man Two. Like, uh, sorry, it's Spider Man 2019, whenever it came out. It's it, that game still plays so amazing. Like it is so awesome to play, and yeah, you know, I can't wait to go back into that world and have a different perspective and see a different story and all that stuff. Because everything about it is so good, even though I might not enjoy it as much on my second 
complete playthrough. Um, nothing beats the first time you get to go through one of these games. Definitely. Next one. Um, we finally got a look at Final Fantasy 16 Grey. You're going to have to talk all about this one. As we know, I'm not a huge Final <laughs> Fantasy nerd. But, um, so this was, this was actually the show opener. Um, uh, Square Enix's Final Fantasy 16 will be a PlayStation console exclusive, although a tiny asterisk noted that the title would also be available for PC. Uh, the trailer was a mixture of cinematics and gameplay, showed off swordplay and monsters that looked similar to the style of Witcher 3, which is pretty cool. I, it looked interesting. Talk to me, Gray. Talk to the people. What, what do they need to know? Gush for me. I thought, I, I honestly, for them to secure this for a PlayStation exclusive is just fucking so huge. It's mad. Like, I think we talk, spoke about it last week. Like I said, if square come out and go here's final fantasy 16 and it's exclusive to fucking playstation it'd just be such a nail for fucking microsoft and i still think it is like it is such an iconic brand and ip and especially for playstation because it's been you know it's been home on playstation for a very long time it was only you know recently um that the other games have started to come to xbox the game itself, man, like I couldn't believe they actually opened with it. And I picked it, it was Final Fantasy straight away because there's some telltale signs there, like checker bows and stuff like that. But yeah. when it first when I first saw it, I was like, hmm, is this like is this an expansion to Final Fantasy 14, which is the MMO uh side of things? I was like, because it kind of like it, I was getting the feel and the same vibe of that, like just the aesthetics, and then it's like, oh, it's talking about the crystals and everything like that i was like okay this is okay this is definitely must be 16 and it was comes up at 16. looks to be very similar in it's following the same trend of what's what they started with 15 with the the bigger open world and the fast and fluid combat but it looks like they've also they're taking what they've learned with final fantasy 7 remakes combat and just expanding on that making that uh, bigger than I guess, more robust. I'm all for it, dude. Fucking excellent. All well, for was... it. The, fucking, the summons in there. It looks like it looks like the summons characters this time. So yeah, it's hard to gauge what the story is going to be about. It's Final Fantasy. It's going to be about a ragtag team of fucking characters getting together to go and save the world somehow through whatever means they've got to do. I mean, it's going to be a classic Final Fantasy story. I don't think they're going to deviate from I'm kind of more excited that it's not... It doesn't look... It looks good. Don't get me wrong at all, but I don't think it looks crazy next-gen because we haven't had... When was 15? I think it was about five years ago, which is... That's a pretty long time. That's, so yeah, this that's has a, been in development... While. This has been in development for a while, so I clearly think it's been developed for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Uh, I so, would yeah, see it you think it'll struggle on both consoles, yeah. I just think it's um, been in development far too long. Interesting point about single. this one too. Um, when they showed it, um, there's another point for the entire, um, the entire um, presentation. This was the only one that was played or... or the, um, it was done on PC uh, to mimic the on PlayStation PC. Five. Yeah, 
but it said after that that the rest of these are on PlayStation 5. So does that mean... I mean, I know it's... Oh, yeah, so that, that's that's the hint about the PC. So I'm, I'm assuming we're going to see that on Epic, maybe? Uh, I, I don't know. What would it be? It's already been confirmed that it's coming to PC. Um, yeah. It, it's, it'll be PC and PlayStation 4, like, the same day. I guarantee you that's what that's what will happen. Um, as far as it getting played on a PC, I don't know. It, that must be... It's Final Fantasy, man. I, it's going to be huge. It's going to be a massive open world. Maybe they haven't got a build ready to roll correctly yet on these consoles. So it's easy for them just to show it playing on a PC in its current state. Yeah, that's what I figured the case was as well. Did we hear anything else about... Because this is not really my realm, but did we hear anything else on a, on a release date yet? Or they haven't spoken on that? No, no fucking no. You won't see a release date for this. For like, I think this. You'll be lucky to see this next year. I think this will be the year after. This will be like twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Start launch like start of twenty twenty two. Like you'll start to see more. Obviously, next I think next year you're going to see game more, way more gameplay. Get an understanding of what it's all about, and expect it probably to start that. You know that February March launch window in February twenty twenty two. I think that's when you'll see it. And it will be because they're going to want they're going to want more console ship. They're going to want like a bigger install base on the PS5 to make this worthwhile. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, honestly, man, when this drops, like I think this is going to be just fucking huge just because especially how big Final Fantasy is as a series, but also coming off the huge success that was uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, like They've done this. They've obviously been working on this for a while just because of how similar these two look. So it's like they've really hammered in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, you know, it's the play, like it's on PlayStation. Like, so people are kind of getting it in their head. Oh, that's where bam. Then you drop Final Fantasy 16 as exclusive to PlayStation as well. I, it's just massive, man. It's massive. As much that's as I don't agree that they huge. shouldn't be buying timed exclusives even i don't know if it's it's hard to say if this is going to be timed exclusive if it will be on xbox one day maybe it will um it's a big it's honestly I mean, it's one of the biggest ips on the fucking planet so it's hard to say that it won't be but at least it's coming to pc so yeah that's, uh, that's you know other too. other people can play it still it's not like they're not sony aren't locking it down just straight into their thing which is still a pain in the ass but yeah i mean yeah, the wording I'm excited, man. playstation console exclusive so that's maybe it's just they're locking it to the console and pc only which i mean it's fine i guess i mean xbox is doing uh, plenty of their games too so it's it, i mean it's not great but i wouldn't be surprised yeah i don't know yeah i'm i'm 50 50 on it like at least it's coming to PC, uh, but I'm excited to get uh, a new Final Fantasy game. Fuck yes, fuck yes, because Final Fantasy VII this year was insane. So more of that, but uh, new story and new direction and you know all of that. Sign me up. Like, give me Final Fantasy VII's combat in an open, like a bigger open world uh, with all the new summon, all the summons, and all the new story and all that is just going to be will be awesome. Hopefully. Nice. Well, um, we'll give you a break from a kind of 
between stories because I know what's next. <laughs> Demon Souls. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fuck it. We'll cover Demon Souls first. Um. So yes, we got a glimpse of Demon Souls gameplay in a, the trailer for the new Demon Souls Remaster. The player character blocked parry, counterattacked his way through a castle, fighting the undead, the living, and a gauntlet of massive bosses. Gray. Oh. Man, I mean, like, I, I, I've never uh, played this, but holy fucking shit, did it look good. You're it looked have to play fucking it now. beautiful. It's, let me tell you how fucking good this <laughs> game is, man. Um, like honestly, when when they first announced Demon Souls was coming back and they were redoing it, I was absolutely just chuffed as like, yes, this is going to be like fucking awesome. And but then we didn't hear anything from it. I was like, ah. Oh, Maybe it's not a launch game. Um, it's going to come in a year or so. In that case, I was like, okay, fair enough. Then, you know, bam, out they come. Here it is. New trailer. Uh, launch day game uh, for the PS5. Man, this was... I got absolute fucking chills when I heard the uh, uh, the maiden who does the openings, uh, opening talk. You can hear her talking in the background as the narrator. Just... That that talk is just so ingrained in my head, and it will be ingrained ingrained into anyone who is a is a Souls fan or a Demon Souls fan. They will just know that talk because it's from restarting so many times. Just man, I don't know. This game just looks so good. It's they Blue Point Games who are developing it with with um you know they I don't think they're doing it exactly with FromSoft, but they're doing it with uh, from software. Yeah, with their super, with their coding, uh, with everything. So it's like they're handling it really well, and it just shows, man. Like the mm. attention to fucking detail that you see in these trailer, this trailer is just, it is so good. It is so good. It is a full recreation of that. So what they what they showed, uh, other than having it on blatant stupid easy mode, like obviously it's a developer hack to make it that easy because none of those enemies <laughs> you can kill in one hit at all. So don't fucking think that's what you're getting into. Um, you will die in that open area a lot. Uh, that was literally, they showed the tutorial, which is... Um, oh, so that was the tutorial level they showed off, basically. That was it. And then they cut, that, like, so then it had the flashy cuts of, like, the mines and they showed Boletaria and they showed some of the bosses and and whatnot, but... Man, this game is just going to be, it's going to be so cool. It's got like one of my my most favorite gaming memories is from this game and it's getting invaded uh, for the first time, which uh, at the time on the PlayStation 3 was, you know, it was unheard of in a game. It was never done before. It was a first. And I still remember going through Boletaria, that opening area um, with the flute armor, which you see the main character in at the start and getting invaded and it was just like holy shit holy shit holy shit it was just such an epic awesome moment i lost i fucking panic rolled off the edge and a fucking dragon ate me so i didn't i lost all my shit and, but it was like oh, no. heart absolutely thumping i was like i have to go back in i want to do that again i want to be able to invade people and yeah i mean is it i can't talk about it too much now because it's spoilers because it's gonna be there's a shitload of people yeah, that never played people demons. Played there's a there's, there's heaps. I, I remember importing it because it was the only way you could get it in Australia at the time. I think I think now they've done. Back then, they did eventually do a 
they published it over here so you could get it. But yeah, I played the um the agent version just to just to get my hands on it, man. Just to just to play it. And that's how much I Oh, uh, this game is gonna be it's so good. And it's got like a whole uh uh white like a tendency system, like a world tendency. So depending on how many players are are playing, if they're dying a lot, the world tendency will shift. Uh it's either it goes from white to black. And black like makes everything even way harder. So like if everyone oh, is dying in the game around the world, it makes the world itself even more harder. But you get some added bonuses from that. You can get some better drops and things like that. You know, and if it shifts to white tendency, I can't remember exactly what it does, but it does it does some few extra other things. So yeah, there's some there's some really cool mechanics uh in this game that are gonna get that revived really people to play. Yeah. Uh, and on oh, yeah. Fuck, I can't talk about some of the coolest <laughs> things in the game because it's going to be fucking spoiling it, even though it's an old game. Okay, well, let's, um, yeah. let's, a, let's, there, let's, there, let's hold a, off. There, there is one boss fight in this, which is so fucking cool. It's so, and it's a mechanic too that is, is really cool. Anyone who's played it knows exactly, and if you're listening, you know exactly which boss fight I'm talking about, where you get to wear the cool hat. Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Well, that game, man. Uh, literally, literally, that sold me. Persona Five. Otherwise, I wouldn't have bought. It. Yeah, I, I, when I saw the trailer, I figured, oh no, there, there, there's grade done. He's on the I couch. Couldn't push totally pre-order any quicker. <laughs> He's trying Could to pre-order not. before that. I, I got hit with a. I was thinking yesterday. I was like, oh, because I've got a digital. I'm buying a digital PlayStation Five. I would literally have to pick it up on launch day, and then go home. And sit there and watch while it takes fucking two days to download the game. Oh no! Hopefully they, <laughs> they have preload. How am I it. supposed to preload it? Like like digital preload. They've been doing it for ages on other. Consoles. I won't have the. No one will have the console. You won't literally. Oh yeah. Oh I'll yeah. Literally, uh, <laughs> that's Shit. what I mean. I'll, I'll have to. Fuck. <laughs> I will have to pick it up at EB Games and race home and attach it to my hamster that is my internet and make that bastard run around its wheel to download Demon Souls as fast as it can. And I'll just have to sit there at the UI going, oh, cool. Wait. Um, Wait. I mean, if I, was getting, if I was getting a PlayStation 5, I'd sit there and just, I'd just buy it just to spite you. Never play it. Just buy it and just like yeah. send you screenshots of the menu screen. You would too. I'd fucking hate you. Too. I know. I know. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's all I've got on Demon. I, yeah, he has it's more, good. but we'll um we'll stop him before okay, he spoils it for anyone that hasn't played. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Look, I, if you're listening and you're on the fence about it, go pick it up. Go go check it out. Uh, go even if you want to go have a look at the of the old game that came out in like 2009. I don't know, whenever it came out. Long time ago. PlayStation 3. Well worth it. All right. On to the next thing. Um, Sony is talking about some titles that will be ready for launch day. So Sony have announced the PlayStation Plus collection, which will include a large number of PlayStation 4 titles, including Days Gone, Persona 5, and Last of Us Remastered, among others, that will be downloadable and playable at the launch of PS5. Now, PlayStation 5 
Well, the PlayStation Plus collection will be an addition for PlayStation 5 users using PlayStation Plus, where you'll get access to old PlayStation 4 titles, kind of like a greatest hits kind of thing, and they'll be available for you to download onto the PS5. This is kind of their a pseudo... Don't say it. it. Game Pass slash backwards Don't compatibility. Say <laughs> this is not anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. Even... This is not game. This is actually a fucking fantastic. It idea. is like it's um it's 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 not any extra payment. So it's just your normal PlayStation Plus subscription, and you get some of the old titles, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, you get like you get, it's, like you said, it's the greatest hit collection of some of the best games from this generation. It's not like there's. There's, I looked that list, man. There's no average games in there. They're all fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. And it's like good, this is aimed. This yeah, it is. It's really good, man. It's 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 good on PlayStation for often because it's it's literally aimed at uh, people who did not have a PlayStation Four. So like for me, yeah. this is completely irrelevant because I've played all those games and I don't I really have any intention of going back and replaying them. Like. Yeah, maybe Bloodborne, if it got a patch or something like that, and they improved it. Maybe I'd go back and play some. But yeah, this is directly aimed at if you've been in the Xbox ecosystem the this generation, and you know you're looking at oh, Demon Souls or Spider Man looks really cool, or God of War or whatnot coming up. I want to jump in on those. This gives you a fucking such a good opportunity to get in because you get the console. You sign up for PlayStation Plus, which is, you know, it's mandatory for online now anyway. And you get access to all of these games. like, And it's you can just pretty much play catch-up. There's yeah, a year's is, worth of games great. they're playing. I mean, I, this, this is even great for me, really. I mean, I still have a PS4 at the moment, but if I'm upgrading a console, it's going to be the PlayStation because Xbox, I have a PC and another Xbox anyway, which doesn't really matter too much. So when I get a... Um, when I get a PS5, things like this would be great because I can catch up on Days Gone. Um, all the Infamous series will be there as well, which is really good because I'd be mean to catch up on that as well. And it'll all be yeah, there, ready to go. Dude, I I was blown away when uh, when it first came up in the, the little infographic thing. I was like, and is this, like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, is this their answer to Game Pass? And it's like, it comes out, it's PlayStation Plus collection it's like oh okay oh wait this is like this is really fucking cool like look yeah. at all of this extra shit you get for free it's well, it's not for, for free for, for buying a playstation 5 but yeah and yeah. signing up to playstation plus uh, it's just honestly it's it is a wicked deal man for what you get out of that and those games on there some of those are the highest rated from the generation there's some of the best games of the generation and you get them for uh, nothing, essentially. Yeah. Just paying for your PlayStation Plus, which you would have to, well, not have to, but, you know, that you could anyway. So, yeah, I think it's a great, that, and, that, and that is what it's aimed, aimed at people jumping across. Yeah, they can kind of play catch up on those. And those, most, a lot of those games, like you said, they're fucking fantastic. So it's definitely mm. worth, um, if you're getting a PlayStation, getting PlayStation Plus and just, getting into some of those titles because i mean they're still going to have their as far as i know they're still gonna have the two free games a month as well so that's like an added added value you're getting there 
Is it cool? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, definitely. All right, where are we up to? We've jumped around a bit, so I'm all over the place now. Uh, we got more from Oddworld's Soulstorm and Five Nights at Freddy's. So a new trailer for Oddworld's Soulstorm. Protagonist Abe traverses a series of platforming challenges. There wasn't much more to say on that. It was just more Odd's World, which looks cool. I mean, it makes me think, can we get a Lemmings, a new Lemmings game at some point? <laughs> I, just, I, I love the Lemmings. Yeah. I just I, I didn't realize that this was such a like like I, I, the Oddworld series was like su- in such demand where they keep coming out with them. Uh, this one's a remake of the original. Oh, is it? Yeah. Or, I thought it was a, a new one. Yeah. No, oh, it's, a it's very right. no, no. So it's, it's like a bit of a reboot type thing. Well, I, yeah, Abe's Abe's was it, it. It was very synonymous with PlayStation back in the day. Yeah, I do remember it on the PlayStation One uh, a lot, heaps. I didn't think it was like the world's most successful game or whatnot, and it was not even something that I put a hell of a lot of time to into back in the day. It's just because it was it was very complex at the time, <laughs> trying to you know trying to work out. But obviously, there's enough people there's in the market for it. Yeah, well, and it looks interesting. It look it's going to be a bit different. Um, I'm down. Let's yeah, let's see what they've it's got. It's something that's not like a massive third world, third person open world game. So it's yeah, kind of neat. Yeah. Something different. <laughs> Which is exactly why I think it exists to, to to fill those gaps. Yeah, exactly. Um, same thing here with um, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, uh, there's a small trailer for that, and the protagonist Gregory is hunted by a female animatronic. So they're getting new stuff for Five Nights at Freddy's. Cool, because I mean that game has got a really large cult following. Um, that kind of horror survival genre, which is always interesting. Not my thing, but it's there. <laughs> Definitely not your thing. Definitely not my thing. Um, we also got word of a Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. So Devil May Cry 5 is getting a special edition featuring a playable Virgil, the other brother demon human hybrid, Dante. So we're getting playable versions of Virgil and Dante. I believe there is more um, powers as well, like more attacks and moves and um powers that you can use in combat as well and some different difficulties and more enemies so they're doing like a whole revamp of the entire game basically which is pretty cool yeah man i've seen like as someone who never got into the like i used to play the old like play the series back in the day uh, i love dmc5 it was fucking great the differences between uh the previous gen version and this one are insane man capcom have just gone to a whole new level with how good this looks yeah, man, it's um, well, like DMC Five was up there with like one of my favorite games from last year, and knowing that I'm like, I don't know if I'll I might go back and replay it if it's different enough, but I need to kind of see more to see if it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really cool. That it's yeah, getting it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's going to be different enough to be for me to dive back in and replay through the story and stuff, or if there's any new story added to it. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. But um, yeah, Capcom have done some fucking phenomenal work with that. Um, mm, yeah, it looks good. really, it, it looks really flash, man. Yeah. 
Um, so our next one, Deathloop, is getting a quarter two 2021 release. Uh, we got a new trailer for Arcane's Deathloop. Uh, it made the most robust case for how a game's time loop works so far by changing the target's morning routine. The protagonist ensured that his target, one of eight main targets in a, in the game, will also appear at the second target's cannibal masquerade later in the evening. The trailer also showed off the game's combat robust movement mechanics. And the game will also be a PlayStation console exclusive. The same caveat that it will also be available on PC. Um, the side note to all of this: this makes uh, when the next... Microsoft buying Zanimax, it makes this very interesting. Microsoft, a Microsoft IP that they are exclusively putting on PlayStation. Yeah, the Microsoft think about that. Getting its grubby little fucking paws everywhere, isn't it? Um, what a what a weird world we live in. This um this game has gone way way up now on my list of looking forward to playing next year. Uh, yeah, just be- same man. From what they showed last time, it just didn't really. I don't know. I wasn't kind of vibing. I wasn't grasping what the hell you were supposed to do. But this demo they showed off kind of made things, uh, you know, put things in a little bit more perspective. And you know that you know you're playing with time and you're trying to get certain characters into certain places so you can eliminate them all before you reset like i'm down it looks it looks and to super have, yeah, to have someone hunting you the entire time you're doing it as well putting that time pressure on it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be one of those games like it, it's almost almost like a roguelike where you've got to like you go in you learn the lovely die you learn the lovely die until you can kind of figure out exactly where you need to be when you need to be to get a perfect run in Yep. It's going to be really fucking cool. And the combat looked lots yeah. of fun too. Like it still looks very dishonored. But um yeah, it's got it that like it's got that a lot of freedom fun. freedom of movement and you can move around the map pretty good. You can move around pretty fast and it looks like it gives you gives the player a lot of options, you know. It's you know, it's why Doom is so much fun to play is because of that play of movement and and same as dishonored like you said. So, yeah. Sign me up, man. It's just a shame it got delayed uh, out of this this year into next, but better late than never. Exactly. I'm I'm happy happy to wait for it. I think um I may even be able to get a PlayStation Five by then. Well, if it's coming yeah. to PC, I'll be getting it there. Most I think it is coming. I think it is coming to PC. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's PlayStation. Um, yeah. Well, we'll get back into that later because I think there's some there's been some complications with that coming up, um, potentially. We'll see. Potentially. Potentially. Anyway, Resident Evil 8 is coming in 2021. They're coming again, cackled an evil woman in a trailer for the new Resident Evil 8, which featured spooky locales, including a diner table, a castle, a snowy forest, and more. It's slated for 2021. Gray. Ooh. Yeah, no, big fan. Big, big fan. Um, I'm liking the direction. Um, I'm liking everything about this. It's I mean, as Resident a massive Evil has been doing really well too. Like with the remakes they've done, it looks like it looks really fucking good. So that's also contrasting though, because they've been doing really well, especially with two um, and you know three a little bit. Going back to that first person perspective of you know you know you're in the character of Ethan, following that Ethan Mia storyline. And what's happening there? Because obviously it's a direct continuation on with whatever happened, um, whatever canon 
ending they pick, I guess. I'm too sure if there's one. I don't know. I'm super down, man. It looks really spooky. It looks really cool. You know it's going to have a fucking cracking story to it. It's got Chris Redfield in there. It's got everything. Sign me up. And I don't know. It doesn't look like it's got... It's, it looks like they're staying away from the whole zombie thing again, and they're they're moving towards. I swear you saw werewolves and shit in there. So, yeah, cool, fucking awesome. I, I yeah, I have, I had no idea. It took me a while to figure out as a Resident Evil game. Like, oh, now it all makes sense. Um, <laughs> go back and you should go play Seven. I should one day maybe. <laughs> it's, on, it's on Game Pass. Go play it. It's free. It's boss. It's not free if it's on Game Pass. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on to the next one. We got um more Call of Duty, Black Ops, game slated for 2020. Also included zombie mode. PlayStation multiplayer alpha was available for that weekend, which has since passed, but I'm assuming they will have more as well. Cool. More COD. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, the combat looks okay. It looks more like more COD, you know. Story's cool, you know. You it look, it looked, it looked good, man. Having it, those it, characters it, it, come it. back with Mason and stuff is really, really cool because I know a lot of people love them. Um, yeah. Mason as well, which is great. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's like if they're really good, man. Activision, everyone who works under them, all their developers have got that formula memorized. Like, they must stare at it before they go to sleep every night. How to make a Call of Duty action game. They probably have, like... and repeat. They probably have, like, kids' books that they've started reading to children to secure future generations of Call of Duty developers. Uh, Hey, look, I would not (laughs) be surprised, man. Like, Call of Duty is now the fast... Like, it's the fast and the furious of the game, game world. Like, it's just... High end action, ridiculous. It's over the top. It's no, it, nothing like that would happen in real life, but it's fucking grounded in reality. So make do with what you want. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got this weird, realistic fantasy thing going on, which is cool, but. Yeah, which is uh, fine. It's always done. fun. Like, it's one of those games, though. It's, it's one of those games where you just play it and it's, it, it is what it is. There's no, like, there's no depth to it. It's just kind of like a good, feel good, shoot shit, blow shit up kind of game. Exactly. It is yeah. your. It is just a an A grade action flick. It's not something that you know. It's not like you're watching Inception and or The Matrix and you get out of the movie at the end of it and you're like, what? Like the reality fuck anymore? <laughs> Do I need to go back in and watch this shit? You know, it's none of that shit. It's literally just go in and it's the Expendables, but. In game format, you yeah. Just play it, you enjoy it, and you chuck it, and then you go into multiplayer. That's why multiplayer is their biggest, you know, emphasis. That's what they focus on. That's where they get you. It looked good. I'm down. Sign me up. All right. Um. So anyway, speaking of signing one up, Sony closed Hang the presentation. Are you oh, right? Yeah. You good? Oh, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh no. Oh, yeah. With a brief teaser for the next God of War title slated for 2021, it was teased with the message Ragnarok is coming, a reference to the cataclysmic event that was set in motion at the end of the previous title. Holy Jesus. I was, I mean, you know you wanted to see this, but I wasn't expecting fucking 2021 
Nah, man. I wasn't actually, no, <sighs> to be honest, I was not expecting God of War. I don't, just because it's a, you know, it's a two years, three, three years since we had the last one, two years. So it's like, I wasn't even, this was fucking full left field for me, man. Full left field. So when the that snow starts drifting across and you can hear, um, what's the composer? Bear, Bear McFree, McFree or something, whatever the composer is for the original God of War. You can hear his soundtrack start up, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like this is like mic drop moment, and then it's got oh, the rooms, you know, the whole, the whole lot, and you hear Kratos talking a little briefly in the background. But yeah, the the whole twenty twenty one, I was like, "Fuck, that is uber close." That is like how like we are they must have started this close. like midway through the first one's development, surely. No, they started. No, he's already come out and said he's. Like, we started this development at the end of the second, at the end of the first one. Right, but he's like, right. what everyone needs to realize and understand is that we've got everything there: the tools, the equipment, the everything is ready to go. It's more or less about constructing the narrative and constructing the game world. But right, everything so is they, there. They've, like, got this, uh, they've got this plan. They know exactly what they're doing. So they're able to kind of push it Yeah, down yeah. And yeah. like in between the first one, while they're making the first one, they moved development studios as well. So which would have been a fucking gigantic hassle. I mean, probably nowhere oh, near yeah. as much of a hassle as what COVID is for them to deal with now. But yeah, I would like them to not push that date. Although I think I wouldn't be surprised if it did shift over to 2022. Um, but in saying that, that game is, man, yeah, that game is going to be so good if they have to delay it five years. You delay it five years, even though yeah. I don't want that. But no, you don't. Don't remember when we said that about Cyberpunk? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that's exactly what happened. Careful what you wish for. What a what a, a fucking fantastic way to end that show, though. I know, right? Like, it was amazing. It was um, very, very well done. Give me, because um, we didn't even talk about the whole show as I finished it. So what did you think of the whole presentation uh, from start to finish, middle, the money, the how much it costs, and what did you think? Cost, again, what we were expecting. Um, digital, the, the thing. That, I mean, that was all right. The, the, split, the split release date called me out a bit, but no, that's, that's fine. It's whatever they've got to do, what they've got to do to kind of get things around the world the way the world is so that's that's fine it was um a little confusing but that was that was cool i uh, see the lot a lot of the games here don't weren't for me right so you've got like hmm. you, you've got final fantasy you've got resident evil and um demon souls which aren't say it <laughs> yeah aren't something i'm like super chomping at the bit for um Loved to see more of Deathloop. Um, I'm really, really excited for that game. The other more I see of it, the more I'm kind of interested in how it's going to play out, and I'm, I'm definitely keen to get that as soon as possible. Um, Miles Morales looked fucking fantastic. Spider Man again, massive fucking comic book nerd. So I'm going to love the shit out of that anyway. Really fucking glad I can get it on PlayStation Four, so I don't have to wait. Mm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harry Potter game looks cool. Um, I don't know when we'll see that one, but it looks pretty cool. Um, Harry Potter is always an interesting world to explore. As a whole, though, man, the show the show was good. Like I said, not a lot of it there was for me. Um, it was a good show, though. 
I would have liked to see more next-gen stuff, though. Like, aside from very pretty games and new releases, we didn't see anything that was like, I would have liked to see some maybe some more of Ratchet and Clank in, in action. Like, something that, like, was was pushing the PlayStation 5 to show what it could do. I would have liked yeah, to yeah. see something like that, just personally. Um, and then, yeah, but aside from that, man, fucking solid show. Like, and, and finishing with that God of War teaser end was just fucking cherry on the top. It was really, really good. I think PlayStation did pretty well, man. Mm, there was no um, there was no there was no um no rockstar involved this time so i'm quite happy with it <laughs> <laughs> that is very very true totally what about you that. man i mean i know you've got a lot oh, of favorite games in there for me, so yeah that it was the yeah the gray as a game a hallmark of awesomeness that fucking show like the whole i found the whole presentation um i would give it like a 9.5 out of 10 i reckon they nailed the you know the biggest thing we've spoken about, and I've spoken about heaps on this podcast and other places, is when we see these events, whether it be at E3, uh, these online events, the Nintendo Directs, you know, stuff like that, they have to be concise and they've got to flow. And But you've, you've also you've got to have like the big moments. You've got to open big, have that middle big game to prop everything up and then fucking go out with a bang. And it's the one thing that PlayStation are exceptionally good at doing. Um, and in this one, they opened with Final Fantasy 16 as an exclusive game. Yeah, I thought you couldn't get any bigger than that. I honestly thought that's probably what they would have closed with. They opened with that. I was like, shit, that is just insane. Like, what are you closing this show with? You know, don't stuff this up. Uh, then they had Demon Souls in the middle there to up in the middle, which, you know, plus Miles Morales as well. And then closing it with God of War, you know, teasing the future. Like, this is what you've got coming. Without even showing, um, you know, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon Zero Dawn, and whatever else they've got working on. I just found it to be, you know, such a, a solid show, man. It was classic PlayStation going, game, 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 game. Here's a price. Here's your information. Game. Tease. Whatever. And that's, I think that's, that's the 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 format that a lot of other companies should be following yeah um yeah i don't know i've watched enough of nintendo directs that where you just like i'm just not gonna even really bother finishing this because this is just like ridiculous i've watched some of the xbox ones recently and it's like an absolute snooze fest this one they just i don't know they just held your attention the whole way through good prices on the consoles exactly what was coming demon souls enough said that's all you need to know demon how was souls. the playstation 5 conference demon souls demon. it was demon, demon souls. souls that's right the the, the demon um, souls yeah i i would honestly i would only dock points off them because of their you know their kind of lack of some information in certain things like yeah you know stuffing up uh the whole demon souls thing when it was like like it had the asterisk down the bottom coming to other consoles and pc and then it turns out like 10 seconds after they fucking finished they've deleted the video and re-uploaded a new one going that was incorrect we're really sorry you know believe it or whatever you want to do and just like probably be more forthcoming like why not announce spider-man 
you know, as it's a launch day game, Demon Souls, it's a launch day game. Play it at launch. Like, just flash that up. Like, they didn't tell any of that. Like, to find that information out, you had to go to the PlayStation blog. Which yeah, is, which is, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that, again, that was another thing too. Was, you know, there wasn't enough. There was lots of cool stuff there, but there wasn't enough information about it. Yeah, Especially which again, like that, it, it, that only pertains to us, like, because we're the nerdy people that want to find out that information then and there. Uh, you, as soon as I went to EB Games' website, bam, there it is, like, Demon Souls, like, play it like, like. So yeah. they obviously got the message out to where it was the most important, but for us that were watching it, uh, and got up early to watch it and everyone else who watched it everywhere. Uh, it would have been nice to just know that information without having to leave the site and go somewhere else to go track down that information. But, I mean, as yeah. long as it's getting to the, the right spot. But yeah, more information would have been nice and yeah, more, more show me more like next-gen capabilities. That would have been, that would have been, good, that would have been good too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Agreed. Um, so, we're not done yet. It's a massive episode this week. <sighs> so that's one out, that's one story out of the way for this week. So um, take a breather, grab yourself a drink of water, and we'll get on to our next story. So not to be outdone this week, Microsoft has snared itself a mammoth acquisition and is now the new owner of ZeniMax Media, the parent company for Bethesda Softworks. This means... The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, Quake, Dishonored, and countless more huge series fall under the um, Xbox umbrella. The deal was announced by today, oh, the other day by Xbox boss Phil Spencer. Bethesda's games have always had a special place on Xbox and in the hearts of millions of gamers around the world, he said. Our teams have a close and storied history working together from the amazing first Doom and its id tech engine, innovating games on PC to Bethesda's bringing their first console game to the original Xbox, the groundbreaking Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. Over the years, I've had many deep conversations with the creative leaders at Bethesda on the future of gaming, and we've long shared similar visions for the opportunities for creators and their games to reach more players in more ways. So, here's a list of the studios that come with the acquisition, which comprises of about 2,300 people, some of their most notable games. We have Alpha Dog Games, which is known for mobile gaming, Arcane Studios, Dishonored, Bethesda Game Studios, Skyrim, Fallout 3, Fallout 4, Bethesda Game Studio Austin, Fallout 76, Bethesda Game Studios Dallas, Bethesda Game Studios Montreal, uh, id Software, which is Doom and Doom Eternal, Machine Games, which is the modern Wolfenstein series, uh, Roundhouse Studios, Rune 2, Tango Gameworks, The Evil Within, and Ghostwire Tokyo, and Zenimax Online Studios, which is The Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76. Well, Holy shit, dude. This is... The second biggest deal in gaming history. Yes. Fucking massive. Let that sink in. Like, this was only beaten by the Tencent at Super Supercell them deal which was about 8.5 billion dollars this yeah. is absolutely huge man and it is massive in so many different ways there's so yeah, much the stuff to kind of what are going to happen with this uh, just in theory uh like, there i've how does this yeah, work yeah. 
I've seen some, like, obviously there's a shitload of positives out of it, um, but I've also seen a heap of things people have put spoken about going, this could be really scary for the gaming industry as a whole. Yeah. Um, when you have a company the size of Microsoft um, swallowing entire development studios like this, it's not one studio. They're taking, they're taking a heap in one hit. And, you know, there's only one. Microsoft are the only ones who can do it. Nintendo yeah. and PlayStation. Nintendo and Sony can't do that. They, they can't go out and spend $7 billion buying up studios. Like, they just don't have the money. But, you know, on the positive side, man, this is like, this is insane for Xbox. No one can say that, you know, Xbox doesn't have, have any, games. any games anymore. Like, um, it's, yeah. So, as far as, as far as we know, um, all these games will still be normal release. Uh, a lot of these older games will be coming back to Game Pass. I know Dishonored 2 is just about to leave, like, next week. Um, might be making a return. And I've heard rumors of Doom Eternal coming to Xbox as well for Game Pass, which would be really fucking awesome because I haven't played it yet. Um, the interesting parts about this are Arcane and, and um, Tango Gameworks because they're both producing console exclusives for playstation timed exclusive timed exclusives yeah so those are with um uh ghostwire tokyo and um and death loop yeah so i know as far as i think i think their, their their deals are still saying the same so they'll be still out on playstation first and then on pc i'm assuming they'll come to xbox a short time after that yeah, yeah i think there's yeah. six months or a year that they're locked off yeah but all those deals have been honored as far as i know they haven't been changed yet but yeah and bethesda uh, phil spencer's already come in so bethesda's still going to semi-operate independently yeah so, so they'll still be able to release other other platforms which is which is good you know it's it's good to see them kind of still sharing especially since it's such group of massive ips um yeah so i reckon it can go two ways man like they're obviously just coming out and saying now you know we uh you know open to having our games on other consoles that can be anything literally you can pick the xbox one x and the xbox series x they're two different versions of a console you could have the switch as well yeah but I don't know, man. The way I see it, the way I reckon they'll play this is if this generation kicks off, this new generation that kicks off, if PlayStation and Nintendo race ahead again, um, you know, maybe not to the levels that they are now, like two to one, but if it's still, like, if they're getting ahead by a ridiculous amount, I could see them publishing on PlayStation then to, you know... 7.5 billion fucking dollars man like microsoft they're going to want to see a return on this investment they're not going to just want to see it pissed against the wall yeah on the flip side i think if microsoft is smart and if the series x and series s does well this generation and they get back a heap of the market share that they lost that i think they would be wise to at least time exclusive like say the next fallout the next elder scrolls something like that like well, stick it on your own console for a year before you go sending it elsewhere just to really stick it into 
stick I, it I, into I PlayStation. Because I think it was mentioned that um, is it Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six will be there would be exclusivity to Xbox. Um, whether that be exclusivity as a whole or a timed thing, and we're not sure yet, but they did say that there would be exclusives future future um, titles. Yeah. But anything I also, anything I... new coming out of here will be going first to Xbox, day one game pass. Um, and then after that, yeah, I don't know whether it will come to PlayStation yeah. or not. It... I guess it will depend on how things go. Yeah, I think that's exactly how it's going to happen. It's going to depend on how things go. I read an article today like forbes or something like that it's like remember who bought this this deal it's microsoft did the deal not xbox which xbox yeah. is a subdivision to microsoft like as mixer was so microsoft didn't like mixer anymore they literally killed it overnight and said see you later microsoft yeah, um, don't yeah. get to being as big and as pro- like the money they have by making bad investments so if they if Microsoft steps in and goes to Phil Spencer and go, look, you will be putting these games on every bloody damn thing you can find to maximize your profits, I don't think he'll get much of a say. Oh no, God no, yeah, they'll be like, you need to maximize profits, sell as many as you can. I mean, if it means putting it on PlayStation, I still think they'll have timed exclusive at minimum. Um, just to push console sales and game pass sales as well. Mostly Game Pass sales. Oh. I think that's where they're going to be pushing it the most. Because, I mean, they've already got 15 million users, which is a lot of fucking money. Um, oh, definitely. Man. Like, this so, is... yeah. I, th- I think that's that's where they'll go with this. And with Alpha Dogs, Alpha Dog Games being, like, specializing in mobile games, that might be their breach into the mobile market and assisting with cloud gaming, I'm assuming, as well. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think of that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um, it's yeah, it's such a it is a such a big thing, man. It is such think, a huge though, thing. Do you think that now that Bethesda essentially have a boss, that they're gonna make them finish their games before they release them? Uh, well, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> put the old whip on Todd Howard. Get to it, boy. See, you've also got to look at like well, what they actually like, what they bought like doom is pretty much the shining light out of all of what they've got yeah so I mean, a lot Fallout of these series have kind of fallen just... off the wagon too oh and, and like the last game bethesda did was fallout 76 and it's up for contention of worst game of the generation like yeah that's how bad it is that's yeah that they've definitely got some good talent man they've just bought a shitload of good studios like id tech and doom is just so damn fucking good they're so good at Mm. what they do and their tech is really good like not only have they bought these developers and they've bought the ip but they've bought their engines as well yeah the engines the talent they have everything that these guys had now which is everything gonna be interesting to see how they put that to work it's the well that's what they mean by bethesda staying more independent so yeah Obviously, they're going to report to uh, Phil Spencer or whoever they report to. But them staying independent, like Xbox letting them stay semi-independent, is a great thing because Xbox has a really bad fucking track record of taking new developers, taking buying companies, like look at Rare. 
and just, and running, just them into the ground. running them into the fucking ground and destroying them. And you know, they're, yeah, because they're, Rare didn't make a shell. proper game for fucking years after Microsoft bought them. They were just years and years and years, man. And ports and shit, weren't they? It's so yeah, they were just doing shit. So it's really good that Microsoft have gone. Well, Xbox have gone. Look, right, you're going to have your own thing, but obviously you're going to be semi leashed, I guess. I wonder so if that, that way, Bethesda. Sorry, finish up. That that way, like Bethesda can control all those people. Bethesda know where all the developers are. They know they're all working on. The last thing you want to do is have Xbox stand over the top of them and start, yeah, you know, grabbing people out and throwing them in different directions. Like, oh, you work for us now. You're going to go work on Halo. Like, you you wouldn't want yeah. that. So no. it's good that they're actually staying out of it a little bit. I wonder if that had something to do with um, laws and monopoly as well, because there was a bit of a concern with that when Microsoft kind of swooped, swooped in and kind of bought all these these studios. Like, was is this leaning more towards a monopoly, which they can't have um, legally? Mm. So maybe, maybe have. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think it would have as much to do with it, but I think it would have been in play at some point. I think they'd have to buy buy a lot more. <laughs> a lot more development studios. I mean, it. Oh yeah, it's still, you've still got EA, still, Ubisoft. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know how the. I'm just saying there might have been different. some rules there as to stop them kind of totally. Because I mean, so like like you said before, this is nothing Sony or Nintendo could do. They couldn't just go and fucking buy a studio. Or buy a set no. of studios, so it's uh, it gets to the point where Microsoft is kind of constantly getting bigger, and it's out, it's dwarfing the competition. Does it make it any more competition, which leans into more of a monopoly? So I think that might. Oh have yeah, I had to do with it. Yeah, I, I completely understand where you come from, but I don't think that operates on to how they operate the people they've just bought, like. Even though they've said Bethesda will stay semi-independent as a publisher, I think like what they're more or less implying is that Todd Howard and all of those guys who are currently, you know, the major guys over at Bethesda will still have all the power there. They're like they're still controlling they still their people. Their jobs, like you've got yeah. it's not like, that like, their jobs, like, but no, you've no, got not losing them, they're still doing effectively what they were doing before this. Like nothing's changing for them. They just have something yeah, to but, to, yeah. You think about it, you're not just buying a studio, you're buying thousands and thousands of people that work for you. Like, could you imagine if you had to come in and step in and rearrange everyone? It'd be a fucking logistical nightmare. So leaving oh, these yeah. guys in leaving everything in place, um, yeah, it that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense to it. That is a good move. Good move by Microsoft to or Xbox, whoever did it, to not shuttle like cut everything up and shift things around. Just leave it as it is. And let them go. But you've also got to look at, man, we're not going to be seeing games from these guys for a fucking long time. Fallout, uh, I mean, we've got years Fallout away. And... Uh, uh, this could help the... you accelerate a bit. If they can, I hope oh, we, can, yeah. I know we can help you out a bit now. Like, if we can give you the yeah, extra no, manpower to get things done, it might push up. Yeah, definitely. But you're in COVID, man. I don't think anyone's going to be moving very fast, especially That's with new point. stuff. But you've also got like, you know, Starfield has already been, you know, don't expect that for five years. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls Six is even further than Starfield. Uh, what else? You've just had Doom come out. They've just done Doom uh, DLC. And yeah, then you've got Deathloop. 
and Ghostwire Tokyo. So, and uh, what was the Elder Scrolls DLC that just dropped very recently? I forget what it's fucking called. Most of the, either way, most of their studios they've just bought have either just released a game or are about to release a game. And so we're not going to see any, I don't, we're not going to see much impact from this deal. For not straight least. away, no. This is this is like when they bought that last. This is like three years away. When they when they bought their like kind of first batch of developers, um, um yeah, like Obsidian and, Obsidian and stuff and like stuff. that. Yeah, it, it took them a few years. They you know and they did a game for Game Pass and kind of one of their own things as well. Um, so yeah, we won't we won't see any new games from this for like a few years, definitely. But um, I'm, I'm keen to see all this shit on Game Pass, man, because the value of that just went fucking right through the roof. <laughs> well, that's see. That's my only worry is everything's tied back to Game Pass. It's yeah. just, dude. I am just the more these guys. Yeah, I don't know. Game Pass is just in a weird spot for me at the moment, just because like you can't really argue against at all the value of money you get. It's too insane. But that doesn't work. It doesn't work forever. No. So there's got to something has to give. And I mean, yeah. we've already seen that in some of the quality of games that have been coming out. They haven't been massive games yet. Like, Outer Worlds was good, but it wasn't massively wild either. No, and it was also yeah. a game that's it was on PlayStation and PC. Like, it was not an exclusive kind of Game Pass thing, kind of like what, you know, you would expect a Halo to be. Or. Yeah whatever else they've got coming out this year yeah uh i'm waiting for that you know my final judgment on game pass and what they what i think of it will, will be when i see their big triple a game uh straight there on day on on game pass because gears 5 might be might have been the last one people would have said that to me did not uh no you know, it wasn't it didn't stack, it didn't stack up to, for me for like it that felt like a, ga- a game on like that's kind of like it felt, it like, felt it like a game been, pass game yeah felt like it a game like pass a standalone game. thing it yeah it didn't feel like a a triple a game like yeah, from years previously if you understand yeah like yeah so i don't know man it's just weird weird spot with with gaming as a whole so yeah. we shall see and It'll especially when you got like companies this big able to throw around this amount of money and just literally if they you think about it like it would never happen but if they wanted to they could just literally never make a fallout game again yeah it's true you could they could kill that ip if they wanted to or no more elder scrolls or like i know that that would never happen they, they but, won't do that but they could if they wanted to and that's kind of terrifying but there's nothing to say they wouldn't do it if they released the next one and it flopped. Yeah. Whereas another another company or a third party or a third party team who might have still wanted to get anyway, we're getting a lot of things out of where we are, but yeah, just in a weird spot. The only the really, 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 really cool thing about all of this is that the best Fallout game ever made is New Vegas. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. And Obsidian 
made that. Obsidian um, now work for Microsoft, and Microsoft own the IP of Fallout. So they can literally give the IP back to Obsidian, say, fuck you, Bethesda, the best team in Obsidian are going to work on this, and they get to create Fallout New Vegas 2. And that will be the end of gaming as we know it. End of gaming, unless unless we get a Halo and Doom crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Master Chief and Doom guy slaying demons, covenant, covenant demons? Oh, man. I that... <laughs> That would be cool. There, there's well, even, so, you know what? They could so just do a fucking like a Super Smash Bros. game using all these fucking IPs, just picking out main characters. Yeah, I think I've seen that somewhere. Do do Xbox have enough now finally to have their own Smash Brothers game? They probably yeah. do. They'd get close. They'd get close. Yeah, they just it's they've picked up some really the some really powerful IPs, man, to do some really cool stuff with and. Phil well, Spencer and that should be doing it. They they're pretty, he's been pretty good, man. Yeah. So, like, starting yeah. time. So, could you like but... think about it now? Like, cast your cast your mind ahead five years, and you know you're at E3 2024, 2025, or whatnot. And COVID's cured, and you know everything's <laughs> kind of back to normal. Be around that long. <laughs> well, an E3 variant, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah, of, that's cool. Sorry, had to put that know, joke in. It's, it's the Xbox you know, conference and whatnot, and they come to the end of the show and everything closes and goes quiet and it's like fucking the Elder Scrolls, you know, Skyrim soundtrack comes on and it's like, oh, man, the new Elder Scrolls. Here's your trailer. Here it is. Exclusive to Xbox this year. It'd be like, that is not much could kind of come out and top something like that. That would be huge for Xbox, like, to do that. And they've got the power to do it now. Would be massive. Anyway, I think that is us done for the night. It's been a an extra long episode tonight. So thank you for hanging out with us and catching up with all the news. You can find the podcast. If you'd like to get on in touch with us on Twitter at left underscore pod also on youtube where you can catch the replay of the live show if you missed it or you can catch us live when we're back to doing that every tuesday night 9 p.m ish aest search two left bums podcast gray where can they find you you can find me over on twitter mostly at the moment because i'm away so youtube is just on the brakes at the moment it's a bit hard to upload videos but gray is a gamer over on twitter what about yourself, man? You can find me on Twitter and at Twitch at adeft underscore puppies with a Z. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for watching, listening, even. Fuck, wow, hello. I don't even YouTube do YouTube. Why am I saying that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's been a long cast. You guys have a fantastic week. And we shall see you next time with more news and more deals. Bye. That you will. Bye.